Hello and welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kevin Marshall. I am a paramedic, podcaster, prognosticator, prophet, prodigy, and your purveyor of hardcore podography. With three ex-wives and three ex-houses, I am the foremost authority on all things asshole-related. Welcome to the show. Today is February the 6th, and it is the 19th episode of our 21-day challenge, 21 podcast in 21 days with 21 minutes of new content each day. I think there was only one day that I missed, and I think that was because I was on Propofol. And I'm going to give myself a little credit for that one. I did make two episodes to make up for the one that was missed. So actually it is 21 episodes in 21 days or that's what it's going to be. Here we are, folks. Only two more shows left after today. Two more days and the 21 day challenge will be over. I've had a good time doing it. I've had a great time doing it. I think everything's worked out really well. I think I've gotten better at podcasting. That's better for you as the listener. And to my dozens and dozens of fans out there i just want to say thank you thank you very much stand by for the shout outs all right it is shout out time on kevin's podcast show i like to give shout outs to all my buddies who do things on social media and otherwise entertain us and make us happy First thing I want to do is give a shout out to Anchor. They are the sponsor of this episode. They have merged with Spotify for a much better podcasting experience. Don't forget them. Also on YouTube, don't forget my buddy Jason Albert on Jason Albert TV, Tyler Cassidy, Adam Calhoun and his new song, No Way, featuring Demon Jones and Simba TV, who does music reactions and reviews. They're all wonderful folks. Don't forget the podcast that we like to give shout-outs to. The Shift Ender Podcast with my buddy Drew McSalty and his cohort Morton Salt. And the Smugcast with AP and BJ. They are two married 30-somethings that bring comedic takes on politics, religion, and everything beyond. And on Facebook, don't forget Weird Tennessee, Hillbilly Memes, and the Libertarian Party of the State of Tennessee. All right, folks, that's been the shout-out on Kevin's podcast show. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history for the heavyweight championship of the world. Are you For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! In accordance to the World Boxing Council President B.D. McClure, this contest will be decided with the 10-point must system in three categories. Category number one, presentation of facts. Category number two, reporting style. And category number three, the objectiveness of the report. Our three judges today are Mr. Alton Wright, Miss Libby Left, and the referee, 
your host of Kevin's podcast show, Kevin Marshall. Stand by for today's news versus news action. Our combatants today will be Breitbart News and CBS News app. We're going to start with Breitbart News, and we're going to talk about the whole problem that they're having in Virginia. Oh man, there are so many embattled Democrats in Virginia, it's not even funny. Lots of problems down there. There was one of them uh, had blackface on and tried to dress like Michael Jackson or something back in the 80s, and there was pictures of that, Ku Klux Klan outfits, uh, just some very uh, awkward stuff if you've not been keeping up with it. Uh, that's Virginia's governor, and then now they've got um, uh, the lieutenant governor's right in the same boat. It's he's, he's got a pro, he's got a me too problem. Okay, we're gonna read Breitbart's story, and then we're gonna read CBS News app story, and then we'll go to the judges and see how they fared today. Breitbart says the National Organization for Women calls on Justin Fairfax to resign. The National Organization for Women, one of the country's largest self-described Feminist groups called on Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax, Democrat from Virginia, to resign Wednesday hours after his accuser went public with an allegation of sexual assault. Let me just say this. There's an allegation of sexual assault. And I disagree with just slamming these guys to the mat and making them submit right off the bat on an allegation. He has the right to defend himself. He has the right to say, I didn't do it or whatever it is. And I'm not read into the story. So we're going to we're going to get on down into it. But I just wanted to, as a little aside, say that I feel like that a lot of people are getting railroaded uh, when it comes to sexual assault and that sort of thing. All it takes is an accusation. It's getting anywhere more and more these days. An accusation of sexual assault is as bad as accusing somebody of being a child molester. And an accusation of somebody being a racist is as bad as being a child being accused of being a child molester. And the problem with that is, is that not counting the sexual assault part. I'm going to get to that in just a sec, just a second. But whenever it comes to being accused of being a child molester, it uh, being accused of being a racist, unless there's actual proof, you can't defend that. There's no way for you to defend it. All it's going to be is there's going to be some people believe it right on and on. If somebody gets ever gets accused of child molestation, some people's going to always think of them as a kid diddler. That's what it's going to end up being. That's not good. That's not good that people are able to just accuse people and automatically they're they're being tried in the court of public opinion and being and they're being ostracized and all these other things. Uh, I think that you've got to have some proof. You've got to have more proof than he said, she said. It's not a cool deal. But getting back to the sexual assault, if there was actual assault, there should be some kind of evidence there. You know, whenever you're talking about sexual assault, Kavanaugh, you've got to be able to be able to tell, you know, give actual proof that something, Kavanaugh, happened like that. Because a lot of times, people make up stories. You know, that happens, Kavanaugh, on both sides of the coin. It happens with men. It happens with women, uh, mostly with women because they're the ones who are usually victims, Kavanaugh, of sexual assault. But it happens on the other side, too. So, I mean, I just don't like the idea that just because somebody is an, has an allegation of sexual assault, they're already calling for him to be to step down. That's not really cool. It's storming here, guys. If you heard that lightning strike in the background, I'm not sure. 
Dr. Vanessa Tyson has made the brave decision to come forward and reveal in her own words what happened between her and Virginia Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax during the 2004 Democratic National Convention in Boston. The group's spokesperson, Tony Van Pelt, said in a statement, Her story is horrifying, compelling, and clear as day, and we believe her. My question is, did she report it to the police? And if she didn't, I want to know why, because that's important to me. We believe and support survivors, it continued. This is more important than who is going to be the next governor of Virginia. This isn't about politics. It's about women, who, about a woman who has experienced sexual assault, a serious crime at the hands of a powerful man who is now attacking her character. Well, I'm glad you believe her, but again, let me say, there needs to be proof. Tyson went public with her sexual assault accusation against Fairfax on Wednesday, saying in a statement that she repressed the memory for years but came forward in part because of the possibility that the Democrat could succeed a scandal-mired governor. See, the governor is in trouble, too. Uh, the governor of Virginia, he's also a Democrat, and if he was to have to happen to step down, because that's the guy with the black face and all that stuff. If he ends up stepping down, then this lieutenant governor is going to be the one that takes over. So that's why she said that she's uh, coming forward now. I don't understand why she didn't come forward then. Fairfax's accuser is a 42-year-old political science professor who studied the intersection of politics and the Me Too movement. That's interesting. Seems self-serving to me. I added that. Said the lawmaker held her head down and forced her to perform oral sex on him in a hotel room at the Democratic National Convention in Boston 2004. I cannot believe, given my obvious distress, that Mr. Fairfax thought this forced sexual act was consensual. Tyson said in a three-page statement issued by her attorney. To be very clear, I did not want to engage in oral sex with Mr. Fairfax, and I never gave any form of consent. Quite the opposite. Well, now here again, let me say this. In 2004, why did she not go to the police and have him arrested for rape charges, sexual assault charges? I mean, these questions come up. I don't understand why they don't go do something like for Kavanaugh, like like that. It's not. It just doesn't make sense to me. Now, these years later, that's 2004, so this would have been five years ago, and now she's just now bringing these because suddenly he might become governor. That seems a little bit dubious to me, Kavanaugh. The accusation comes amid calls from top Democrats for the resignation of Governor Ralph Northam, Democrat, Virginia. This is the guy I was talking about earlier over a racist photo that appeared over a photo that appeared in his 1984 medical school yearbook page. It wasn't even he said he didn't even think he was either one of the, the people in the picture because one of them had black faced on the other one had a Ku Klux Klan outfit on. And of course, they had the white hood. Now, that's a little bit in bad taste, maybe a lot in bad taste, but. I don't even know that you could actually prove that was actually Ralph Northam in the picture. And he says he didn't think it was him, although he said he did dress as Michael Jackson for a Halloween gig back then. And I'm going to say that 1984, if you dress like Michael Jackson, that wasn't a big deal. A lot of people had that stupid red leather jacket with all the zippers on it. So there you go. Fairfax who would be in line to become governor if Northam resigned, said Wednesday his sexual encounter with Tython Tyson was consensual and questioned why she waited so long to come forward, Kavanaugh. At the time 
of the 2004 convention, Fairfax, now 39, was a law student serving as an aide to then-Democrat vice presidential nominee John Edwards. Okay, so five years ago, in, or I'm sorry, 15 years ago in 2000. He wasn't. He was a law student. He wasn't even. He wasn't a quote unquote powerful man at the time. He was a law student. So again, I asked the question: Why did she not go to the police and report the assault then, Kavanaugh? While Tyson said in her statement that she never spoke to Fairfax again, Fairfax said Tyson made efforts to keep in contact with him after their encounter and even wanted him to meet her mother. At no time did she express to me any discomfort or concern about our our interactions, uh, neither during the encounter nor during the months following it when she stayed in touch with me nor the past 15 years. See? Why didn't she say something 15 years ago, Kavanaugh? Tyson said Wednesday the incident left her feeling deeply humiliated and ashamed, but she repressed the memory, interesting, to focus on her career as an academic. She only began to tell friends about the alleged assault in October 2017 after seeing a photo of Fairfax with an article about his campaign. She said she was inspired in part by the hashtag MeToo movement and to contact the Washington Post, which investigated her accusation and decided not to publish a story because it could not corroborate it. Yet, the uh, National Organization for Women, they believe her, even though it couldn't be corroborated by a very liberal newspaper. So they're going to believe her because, by God, she's a woman and they're going to believe her. The hell with, like, I don't know, evidence and stuff like that, Kavanaugh. Tyson said she be- she became embroiled in the issue most recently in a cryptic Facebook post she wrote after news stories suggested that the racist photo scandal surrounding Northam could elevate Fairfax to the governor's job. I felt a jarring sense of both outrage and despair, she said in the statement that night. I vented my frustrations on Facebook in a message that I wrote in a private post. I did not identify Lieutenant Governor Fairfax by name, but stated that it seemed inevitable that the campaign staffer who assaulted me during the Democratic Convention in 2004 was about to get a big promotion. Fairfax, who has been married since 2006, has called Tyson's accusation part of a political smear campaign. Tyson said she has no political motive and is a proud Democrat. My only motivation in speaking now is to refute Mr. Fairfax's falsehoods and disparagements against my character to provide what I believe is important information for Virginians to have as they make critical decisions that involve Mr. Fairfax. Kavanaugh. Well, see, here's the thing that I have a problem that I have about her statement right there is that uh, Mr. Fairfax wouldn't be refuting these claims if she hadn't made the claim. The chicken and the egg right there. What come first? I think her accusations came first and he's defending himself. Whenever people defend themselves, things like that happen. Kavanaugh. Virginia politics descended further into chaos Wednesday after the state's attorney general, Mark Herring, Democrat, admitted to wearing blackface during his college years. Herring told black lawmakers he put on, quote, brown makeup as part of a costume to look like rapper Curtis Blow. The conduct clearly shows that as a young man, I had a callous and inexcusable lack of awareness and insensitivity to the pain of my behavior could inflict on others, he continued. It was really a minimization of both people of color and a minimization of a horrific 
history. I can't be held accountable for shit that I did whenever I was 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 years old. I was an idiot back then. I was stupid. I was a dumbass. And most 20-something boys are stupid. That's just what we are. We're dumb. Shortly after the revelation became public, Herring stepped down as the co-chair of the Democratic Attorney General's Association. Virginia A.G. Herring offered to step aside as co-chair and the committee accepted. All right, that's the story from Breitbart News on the embattled Democrat politicians that are having problems with the hashtag MeToo movement and racial bias in that commonwealth. They are having problems in the Commonwealth of Virginia. CBS News says that the future is uncertain for top Virginia Democrats among several scandals. Richmond, Virginia. First, it was Virginia's governor. Then it was the lieutenant governor. Now it's the state attorney general. The top three leaders in the state are all facing scandal. Attorney Mark Herring admitted Wednesday he once wore, once wore blackface at a college party. Virginia Democratic lawmakers were in no mood to discuss the latest scandal to rock Richmond. As an undergraduate in 1980, he said in a statement he and friends went to a party as rappers. We dressed up and put on wigs and brown makeup. I have a glaring example from my past that I have thought about with deep regret in many in the many years since. If he has thought about it in the many years since and had regret about it, if he has, the only regrets he, that he has is that somebody might have a picture of him or somebody might have a memory of it and someday somebody might bring it up. That's the only regret he has. Because whenever you're 20 years old and you do some silly shit like that and you're just out having a good time with your buddies, you're not thinking about what happens uh, 25, 30, 40 years later, Kavanaugh, that is going to affect uh, your career later on down the line, Kavanaugh. So whenever you uh, drink too much, Kavanaugh, or you are uh, doing something silly, that's just chalked up to being stupid as a kid. That's my opinion about it. When word reached the state house, there were audible gaffes and expletives from staffers. Lamont Bagby, the head of the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus, repeated, like I said, we're not praying enough. The scandal rocketed all the way up to Washington. I'm shocked and incredibly disappointed, said Senator Mark Warner, Democrat Virginia. This has been an awful week for Virginia. Wednesday's bombshell comes days after Herring called for Governor Ralph Northam to resign over a racist photo. So this guy, now the AG, that is having to resign, initially called for Governor Ralph Northam to resign over a racist photo that was in his yearbook that may or may not have been him, yet he was in brownface going as a rapper whenever he was a kid. What hypocrisy there is. Hypocrisy abounds, my friends. Okay, uh, I'm not either of the people in that photo, says Northam. On Saturday, after the news conference, Herring said it is no longer possible for the governor to lead Virginia. Hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. The governor remains out of sight as he contemplates his political future. He is meeting with black leaders and may hire a private investigator to prove it is not him in the photo. Then there's Lieutenant Governor 
Justin Fairfax, who's facing an allegation of sexual assault during 2004's Democratic National Convention. On Wednesday, his accuser, Vanessa Tyson, released a lengthy statement saying she's a Democrat and is sharing her story with tremendous anguish. I bet. She said she'd gone to Fairfax's hotel room to retrieve documents, and after consensual kissing, Mr. Fairfax forced me to perform oral sex on him. Fairfax has repeatedly denied the allegation, saying, while I cannot agree with a description of the events that I know is not true. Reading Dr. Tyson's account is painful. I have never done anything like what she suggests. Well, she's not suggesting shit, pal. She's accusing you of making her give you a blowjob. That's what it boils down to, that you forced her to suck your penis. If it were me and I didn't do it, I'd be pissed as hell. I'd be madder than 40 hells about it. And I'd do something about it, Kavanaugh. So, you you know, uh, all three men consider their next steps. Virginia's line of succession states if Northam steps down, Fairfax would take over. Then Herring. Next in line is Republican Kirk Cox, a speaker of the state house where the GOP has a one-seat majority. In a twist that's worthy of the movies, a race for that one seat ended in a tie and was decided when... The name of the Republican winner was pulled out of a ceramic bowl. The Democrats had hoped to take back the legislature in the midterm elections last fall, but all of this could put that in jeopardy. Okay, we're slammed right up against the 21-minute mark for our 21-day challenge. 21 podcast in 21 days, 21 minutes of new content each day. All right, we're going to have to wait until tomorrow's episode for the judges' rendering of their decision. It's interesting to see what Alton Wright, Libby Left, and the referee, that would be me, have to say about these two news articles. You think about them, you think about who might win or who might lose, and tomorrow... We will reveal the winner. But until then, I'd like to thank you for joining Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kevin Marshall. Shout-outs once again to our sponsor, Anchor Podcast. They've been merged with Spotify, Jason Albert TV on YouTube, Tyler Cassidy, Adam Calhoun on YouTube. Uh, Don't forget Adam Calhoun has a new song called No Way featuring Demon Jones and Simba TV, who does music reviews on YouTube also. Don't forget the Shift Ender podcast, Drew McSalty with his buddy Morton Salt, and the Smugcast with AP and BJ, two married 30-somethings that have been bringing comedic takes on politics, religion, and beyond. Okay, we're going to get out of here real quick, folks. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, we'll try to get back with some unknown redneck. And, of course, the decision, CBS versus Breitbart, coming tomorrow. We'll recap it. See you, bye. I'll take care of the check. You guys can get the tip. Should be about a buck a piece. All right, everybody cough up some green. Come on, throw in a buck. Uh-uh, I don't tip. You don't tip? No, I don't believe in it. You don't believe in tipping? You know what these chicks make? They make shit. Don't give me that. She don't make enough money, she can quit. <laughs> I don't even know a fucking Jew would have the ball to say that. Let me just get this straight. You don't ever tip, huh? I don't tip because society says I have to. All right, I mean, I'll tip if somebody really deserves a tip. If they really put forth the effort, I'll give them something extra. But, I mean, it's tipping automatically. It's for the birds. (coughs) I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they're just doing their job. Hey, this girl was nice. She was okay. I mean, she wasn't anything special. What's special? Take you in the back and suck your dick. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd go over 12% for that. Look, I ordered coffee, right? Now, we've been here a long fucking time. She's only filled my cup three times. I mean, when I order coffee, I want it filled six times. Six times? Well, you know, what if she's too fucking busy? Words too fucking busy shouldn't be in a waitress's vocabulary. Excuse me, Mr. Pink, but the last fucking thing you need is another cup of coffee. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I mean, these ladies aren't starving to death. They make minimum wage. And I used to work minimum wage, and when I did, I wasn't lucky enough to have a job that society deemed tip-worthy. You don't care if they're counting on your tips to live? You know what this is? It's the world's smallest violin playing just for the waitresses. You don't have any idea what you're talking about. These people bust their ass. This is a hard job. So it's working at McDonald's, but you don't feel the need to tip them, do you? Well, why not? They're serving you food. But no, society says, don't tip these guys over here, but tip these guys over here. That's bullshit. Waitressing is the number one occupation for female non-college graduates in this country. It's the one job basically any woman can get and make a living on. The reason is because of their tips. Fuck all that. 